Hebrews 11, 24 to 28. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. I believe that you and I and the church, we were saved to put to effect the plans and the intent of God for the earth. Hallelujah. We were not just saved to carry the name of God on our lives. We were saved to put to effect what God intends for humanity. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because if you understand the word execute, it means to produce something or to put something to effect. Hallelujah. To produce something to what? Effect. It means that the thing is there. The thing is powerful. But you are taking the responsibility of making it work. Hallelujah. Are we in church? Are you getting it? And I am praying that this year that will be your story and your testimony. That by the hand of the Lord, you have been able to produce something. And you have also been able to put something to effect. Hallelujah. Something to effect. Something that is good. Something that is very powerful. But has been lying and sitting without any activity. I pray you receive the grace to put it to effect. Amen. In your personal life, dreams and ideas that you have in a way sidelined because of either the lack of resources or the fear that it might not work. I pray that you receive the grace to put them to effect. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? Touch your neighbor and say, receive grace to put something to effect. To put your dreams to effect. Are you in church or you are still coming? To, to say, receive the grace to put your ministry to effect. Your dream to effect. Your education to effect. Any idea the Lord has blessed you with, receive grace to put it to effect. Are you, are you following what I'm saying? All the things you have written down that you will do them. This year, may you receive the grace to put them to effect. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know some of you by now, your diaries, are, your diaries are almost getting full. Because the kind of things you have written that you are going to do, you've not even started any of them. But this year, may you put them to effect. I'm praying for you. Put them to effect. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every plan you've ever had and you have been waiting for a certain fine time to get to start it. I pray that this year you will execute that plan. May you, your plans concerning education receive grace to execute it. Uh, touch and say there is no time to waste again. There is no time to waste again. I pray that this year you, on a personal level, you will congratulate yourself because you've been able to put something to effect. You are not here tonight. Are you here? Hallelujah. Yeah. Something to effect. Something to effect. May this year not end without you having something to show that I produced this thing. And I was able to do this thing. This thing I've been postponing and procrastinating. As for this year, I'm executing it. That is what the lost executors they do. Hallelujah. You don't sit to wish. You don't sit to um, and wait for a certain fine opportunity or a certain fine time. In the midst of chaos, executors can produce things. 
Hallelujah. They put to effect things. May God give you grace. May God give you grace. Start that company this year. Start it this year. No, get up and tell three people that that company you have been inside you. That company you have inside you. That business you have inside you. That educational plan. That ministry you have. In the name of Jesus. As I shake you right now. I shake you out. Out of the fear. Of not doing it. Out of the fear. Of postponing it. I shake you out of it. Shakes, I shake you out. Out of the excuses. You keep giving. With regards. To why you have not been doing what you are supposed to do. That's say my neighbor you are the Lord's executor. Stop wasting time. Stop giving excuses. Stop fearing. Get to work this year. Get to work this year. And tell them that at the end of this year. You can give yourself an award. You can congratulate yourself. Tell them that stop the bragging. Stop the showmanship. Stop all the big talk. Give us something to see this year. Look at it. Say, give us something to see this year. Start the school. Start the school. Start the school. Someone who doesn't count start this school and can't hear me. Sit down. Who doesn't count start and can't hear me? But three years ago that you said I was going to continue my education. But this time, can we hear me? Hallelujah. Is anybody hearing me? Yeah. Those say, I'm going to start this business. This year, you receive grace to execute it. Hallelujah. Don't, don't let this year, I'm giving you this as a charge and a command. Don't let this year end without congratulating yourself on something you have achieved. Hallelujah. You look into your mirror and give yourself an award. Award yourself. Don't wait for Millennium Excellence Award. Hallelujah. Award yourself because you have been able to put something to effect. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Put something to effect. Put some, produce something. Put something to effect. Am I provoking you? Am I provoking you? Put something to effect. Start something aside the career you are pursuing. Hallelujah. Start something. Start something. Start something aside what you are doing. Execute it. Produce something. Put something to effect. Stop all these wonderful excuses you keep giving to yourself. Hallelujah. Touch and say, time is not on your side at all. Time is not on your side at all. Say, don't be a prisoner of hope. Don't be hoping that someday things will get better without you taking necessary actions to make things better. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Yeah. Make it, it the time is now. The time is now. Amen. Two of, two, one of, one, two of the most powerful and wonderful gifts God has given to us, chance and time. Hallelujah. So the time is now and you have the chance to do it. Can I hear you shout amen? Yeah. For instance, this year, if you have a plan of being in a relationship, it has to be now. What you say? Next year, Amen. No, all these things you are doing and doing, and it's like only serious. I also get serious, no being found serious. Hallelujah. Because 
If you postpone anything, you have to do this, you have to next year. Hallelujah. I'm talking to the church. Are you with me? Yeah. If you want to marry, marry. Hallelujah. If you don't want to marry, to let us know you don't want to marry so that we don't waste our time on you. Look, are you hearing what I'm talking about? Yeah. If you are not ready for the thing, shift. And let us pray for those who are ready. You cannot let us be praying for all singles. Meanwhile, in your head, you are not a single person. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Someone say, put it to effect. Put it to effect. Get the thing to work. Hallelujah. Make it work. Make it work. If you are in a relationship and you are good, be in and be serious. No jokes. Are you getting it? Don't be wasting anybody's daughter's time, anybody's son's time. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Don't be wasting anybody's time. Hallelujah. Yeah, people are people are coming into the church. People are seeing people. Please, if you are not serious, move somewhere and let people that are serious run the race. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I, I spoke to you about there is a cutest audacity that there is a certain courage and a certain risk that any executor must possess. Hallelujah. And that courage and that boldness of the executor emanates from the conviction of their worth. Hallelujah. In other words, I'm saying that before you can have audacity as somebody God has anointed to put something to effect, you must know your worth. Hallelujah. Because if you don't know your worth, you can't have the courage to be able to resist, refuse, and deny things that looks good, but on the other way around, it will not make any impact on your destiny. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, say, I need to see my sense of worth. I need to know how worthy I am. Hallelujah. If you don't know your worth, I'm telling you, you will always live in timidity and in fear. Hallelujah. And sometimes you may think it's humility. It's not humility. It's because you don't know your worth. So, the lack of knowledge of your worth has humbled you automatically. Hallelujah. But if you know your worth, you can reject it. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? But if you don't know your worth, if somebody is giving you water that will kill you, because of how thirsty you are, you will take the water. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? It's for the courageous and it is for the bold. Hallelujah. And I am praying that you receive the grace to be able to say no to the things you must say no to. Lord, can you clap your hands for the Lord? <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? May God, give, may God open your eyes to see your worth. That 
is what gives you audacity. Hallelujah. Audacity. You can take risk when you know that your convictions are true. Hallelujah. Are you hearing? For instance, if, if Pat wants to work with um, God, if Pat wants to work with Irene, now, oh, see, Pat, Irene, onye, 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 onye. Now, Gusenu, it is a certain conviction that is making her do that. Hallelujah. And it's because she's seen that she's, she, she's worth her work. Are you getting it? So if you don't know the worth of anything you are doing, anybody can talk you out of anything you are doing. Hallelujah. And but that, that, like I told you the other time, they say that not taking a risk is risk. It is partially true. Hallelujah. Sometimes not taking a risk is good. Are you here on a risk are to be taken, but you must take calculated risk. You must know, know what is in what you are risking for. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? For, it, for instance, I risked my education early. Hallelujah. If I didn't know what was in this for me, it would have been a foolish risk. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Please, are you understand what I'm talking about? Me, those paragliding, is it paragliding? And those funny things they do, I will not risk it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Even if it's money, I will not do it. Hallelujah. Like yesterday, I saw a video of a man driving a bicycle on a thin like bridge ah, at that deep ocean. So, hey, and on the bicycle, he skills. Me, coffee. Forget it. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter the money inside that thing. I will not risk it. Because eventually, I may die or break my body. My family, somebody who has some jealous money. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? So, you must, you must know your worth before, you must know the worth of things before you take risk for them. Can I hear you shout amen? I remember those in the early days, you can see a very powerful, rich, fine young man who take the risk of trying to uh, marry someone like princess, investing money and resources into the education and building them, and later on princess will marry another person. Hallelujah. Are you getting it? Don't look at me like you don't understand what I am saying. Most of you have been cooking for a very long time. The investments you have done, only God knows. Hallelujah. And you did that investment on a certain conviction. But you see, Maybe you didn't see the worth of what you were doing. If you had known the worth of those things, you may have, if you have had a revelation, I didn't could see maybe Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody at all? Because that is a very dangerous risk. Dangerous risk. What do you think? Hallelujah. That you have, you have seen Emanuela and you can see that this girl is beautiful. And I can have her for a wife. See, by the time you want to get to that place, you must get there by revelation. That you have received a certain insight and conviction from the Holy Ghost that Emmanuela is your future. Other than that, you are in for trouble. Can I hear you shout amen? I pray that this year, you will not just be taking risk. 
May God give us grace. Lift up your eyes, Father, grant me grace. To move on things because I know the worth of the thing. Not because it is popular. Not because somebody is talking me into it. Hallelujah. Move into things because you know the worth of what you are moving into. You are convicted about it. Hallelujah. May situations never move you into anything that is bad. Oh, no. it, it, may situations not even move you into anything that is good. Hallelujah. Because there are some good things that are for just but a while. And now what is the best thing for me. May you move into things by the convictions of the Holy Spirit. Am I teaching somebody at all? And can I pray a prayer for you? Say, I need audacity. See, one of the things an executor has is the ability to start afresh. Hallelujah. You must not be afraid to admit that I wanted to do this. It didn't work. I am quitting it and starting all over again. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes I remember a book I read on Kwame Nkrumah. I've never forgotten that thing. That, that, that he made a certain powerful quote. He said, sometimes it is better to take one step backwards to be able to take two steps forward. Hallelujah. So when you realize that something is not working and you realize that the thing, it will not work. You just have to be courageous to say, I tried. It didn't work. Get out. Shout amen. Am I talking to you? Don't put faith in there trying to push it to work. You will suffocate and die. Amen. So look at it and say, receive the courage. No, no, no. Say, receive the courage to pull out of the things you must pull out from and stop deceiving yourself to think that it will work. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm talking to you? The thing, no, no. A business, the far, red light, you know. Sometimes it's not at, at the early stage. Sometimes somewhere in the middle. Sometimes even at the last end. But the point I'm making is that may you receive this kind of spirit God has given to me. You see, if you know your worth and you know what you are worth of, losing things, you are not afraid to lose things. You don't understand what I'm talking about. It's only when you don't know your worth that you become fearful when you are losing things. If you know your worth, eh? And you are losing things, you are not afraid. Because you know that somebody will come and buy you at a higher price. If you are clapping, clap well. Now you see, most of them that sell uh, branded materials or branded things, they don't make noise. Hallelujah. And as for them, they don't even care about the number of customers that patronizes them. One customer can give them the sales of the day. Hallelujah. I am praying that God will open your eyes to your wealth. No, may you receive the courage to walk out of nonsense relationships that are killing your life. Shout amen. Shout amen. Are you hearing what I want? Receive the courage to walk out of a business that is just draining life out of you. Hallelujah. A career. A career you are pursuing. And Careers are not meant to give you money. Careers are meant to give you life. Hallelujah. But this career 
It's not giving you money and it is taking your life away. And we are putting faith there to work. No, receive the courage to get out. Receive the courage to get out. It is better to sit home without a job than to be jobbing and losing your life. If I'm teaching, you can clap your hands for the Lord. Is the message good for you this morning? May God stir up audacity on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Audacity. Audacity. The courage to take risk. The courage to get out of things. Hallelujah. May God help you. May God help us. Hallelujah. So we look at Moses. And Moses had a certain audacity. Hallelujah. And the audacity lies in the fact that he knew his worth. Hallelujah. He knew what he was born to do. Amen. He knew what his assignment was. Hallelujah. And may you come into the revelation of your worth, your purpose, and your assignment. No, I can't hear the church shout, Amen. Lift your right say, Father, help me. I say, Lord, I pray for the revelation of my worth, my assignment. Make, make it a good prayer. Say, I pray for the revelation of my worth, my assignment, and my purpose as your executor. Hallelujah. Because in this year, we are going to meet a kind of Pharaoh's daughters. Hallelujah. We are going to meet a kind of what? Pharaoh's daughters. Hallelujah. And if you don't know your worth, they will buy you. They will buy you out of your destiny. Am I teaching? If you don't know your assignment, they will give you another assignment to do. If you don't know your purpose, they will define your song for you. Hallelujah. May I pray a prayer for every one of you. May you not get into any business, may any relationship or marriage or friendship that will alter the direction God is sending you. That will take you out of the place God has positioned you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Any relationship, business, career I get into must augment my purpose and my assignment in life. If it will not, I refuse it in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a clap of Hallelujah. No, sometimes it may sound as if you are proud. But some pride is because you are convinced about who you are and what you carry. Is the word okay for you? Hallelujah. The, the, you see, many years ago there were things we thought it was humility. We didn't know that we were fooling ourselves. How many of you were like me? How many of you were like me? Don't leave me out here. How many of you were like me? There were some things you don't know, humility. Humility. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I told Reverend Elias, I said that. I said that, you see, me, I don't preach for money. Amen. I don't do God's work for money. I don't, I don't, when you invite me, what's on my mind is not, it's not money. I mean, I'm excited that I can bring God's mind to his people. Hallelujah. Because we have preached in places where they didn't give us anything. But we didn't want to preach anywhere and we receive everything. So God doesn't need to, God doesn't need 
preaching appointment to give me money. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Yeah. Please, are you hearing? We don't preach for But the thing also is I told him that nobody too will take me for granted. Amen. No, do you understand what I say? And I'm a Praise God. No, we don't, we don't, we don't do these things because we want money or fame or power. But we understand what it means to honor people. Shout amen. amen. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? It, we understand what it means to do what? Honor people. So if you don't know honor and you invite me, I won't come. Give God a clap of faith. And I don't equate honor on the ordinarium. I equate honor on before I came. How were you treating me? After I had come, how did you treat me? Because you can't invite me. Then they say, I want you to come and preach for me for two days. And you will not call me. And you expect that when the days are up, I should pick my Bible and come. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? At least because me to invite others. When I invite you, all my friends, they know. I check up on you. I'll, sometimes I'll come to your house. we have a conversation. I make you feel you are needed, not just your gift. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then after you have, we maintain the relationship. I keep checking how, I, how are things. We keep talking. We keep talking. That is why by the grace of God, I have been able to maintain friendship for like 30 years. And there are friends. I st- they are still my friends because he that has many friends must show himself what? friend. That is what the Bible says. You must learn the act of honor. Hallelujah. Now, are you hearing what I'm talking about? If people don't honor you, no, 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 you are, you are a very great person. Can I hear you shout amen? Last, last week, I told you, you are a very great person. Can I hear you give the Lord a clap of it? And I know you are a great person. So don't let people treat you anyhow. Hallelujah. And now it is foolishness. Praise Jesus. Somebody is giving you food. Adam, he said, This food, you don't like it. He said, Oh, no, 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 a simple thing, but of the main Asa. Hallelujah. Asa. I don't know how to say no. And no, ne? Minister, can't there be So this man is so good. Listen, especially the people that are very good to you. If you don't know how to say no to those people, you are dead. Hallelujah. The people that are very good to you, eh? May God give you the courage to say no to them when it is important to say no. No, clap your hands for the Lord and shout amen. No, not just because I'm your pastor. If I'm asking you to do something, you realize that this thing I'm asking you to do, no? This, this thing does not sit well with you. It's against scripture. Oh, this one is dehumanizing. It dehumanizes people. May you receive the courage to say no. Your amen is suffering. Receive the courage to say no. No. Hallelujah. Sometimes of us, we cannot we cannot, Paul said, I've learned how to abandon to abase. You know how sometimes we have to, where are you getting it? Where are you getting it? 
Praise God. May God help us. Lift up your right and say, Father, help me. To be able to say no to the things I must say no to. Say it well. Say, help me to be able to say no to the things I must say no to. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Especially those things that has the power to destroy my destiny. Hallelujah. There are mistakes. We all make mistakes. But there are mistakes that are destiny breaking. But the time you recover from that mistake, time is gone. Hallelujah. So may God give you grace to be able to say no. To be able to, put the verse 24, to be able to refuse. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm teaching you? Refuse. Refuse. By faith. Moses, when he came to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Hallelujah. And on that, I'm talking about the identity challenge. Everybody's identity challenge. All this is just a recap of last two weeks. Just for your mind to be fresh. Amen. Say the identity challenge. Identity. When we talk about identity, identity is who you are. Hallelujah. Identity is what? Who you are. So if I should ask you a question, who are you? There is something we call one, one uh, psychologist and psychoanalyst analysis called Eric Erickson came up with that theology of identity crisis. Hallelujah. He came up with that um, theory or what, 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 that, that information that there's something called identity crisis. And he, he talks about the fact that when you keep questioning yourself about who you are, what you have to do, and your values, you are, you are likely to suffer from, you are, you are suffering from identity crisis. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm talking about? So, when somebody does not know who they are, and they keep questioning themselves, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And questions their values in life, and questions their purpose in life, that person is believed to be in an identity crisis. That no matter what they do at a particular time, they are not convinced about it. Hallelujah. I, 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 I somehow agree with him, but somehow too, I don't agree with him, because Till Christ will come, we are always going to have a challenge in that area. How many of you know that? Every now and then, there will be a situation or there will be a moment you may feel, this is not what I'm supposed to do. Even when you are doing the right thing. Can I hear somebody shout amen? Sometimes when you are doing the right business, there will always be, am I really doing that thing? Is this what I have to do? There will always be that thing. Hallelujah. That is why I'm taking you to another level that you must come into the revelation of who you are and not put the definition of who you are on things around you or by what people say you are. Hallelujah. You must walk in the revelation of who you are not by situations, not by a pastor, but God has shown you who Mami Sewa is. Can I hear you shout amen? Are you hearing what I'm talking about? That revelation is important because 
it will help you choose a marriage partner. Hallelujah. That revelation will help you choose a career, a course in school, a business you want to do. All those things are, are wired into the discovery of who we are. Can I hear somebody shout amen? No, I'm teaching you something. You, do you understand what I said? So when you, you, it's difficult to know what you have to do. The moment you get to know who you are, knowing what to do is not difficult. Can you clap your hands for the Lord? Please, did you, do you understand what I said? Please, do you understand it? Once I get to know that this is who I am, it will help me find what I want to do. Hallelujah. And to a large extent, it can help you in your choice of a partner. Hallelujah. And please, are you understand what I'm talking about? For instance, if you get to know that you, no matter what, who is spendthrift, who is Hallelujah. It will help you choose a partner. Amen. You must either go for your kind so that both of you destroy your lives. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Don't, don't go and disturb somebody. Please, are you understand what I'm talking about? The moment you realize that as for you, it is in your DNA. Even though Jesus has saved you, it's like that thing has not taken it away. The moment you realize that, go and marry a woman who is a manizer. So that both of you together will destroy your souls. Hallelujah. Don't use your humanizing DNA to go and marry an innocent woman and disturb her life. Are you hearing me? No. Sometimes we have to be logical with life. Are you hearing me? If you know you are a thief and no matter what you do, you will not stop stealing. Marry an armed robber. Hallelujah. Marry an armed robber so that at least when you steal, he will rob you. The two are not the same. One is a higher one. Hallelujah. Are you when you know that you like super bets, marry a lotus taker. It's a perfect combination. Hallelujah. Now it says, we have a friend, Aviato, we say, Aviator. Aquebi say, or introduce you the landlord to it, you know. The landlord is only a tenant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm saying that you must get to know who you are. Shout amen. You are a very quiet person. You are a very normal person. Like, you're quiet in nature. May who you are help you find somebody who can augment who you are. Listen, if you're a quick-tempered person, marry this, your kind. So that anytime you buy 75 inches television, every year you buy a new one. Every year you buy a new one. Somebody cannot be angry and be breaking for somebody to be buying. Hallelujah. When you break, then I also break. Then it makes our home very, very wonderful. Then our children will grow up to become crazy. And they will bring the whole house down. Hallelujah. Amen. May God give us a revelation of who we are. No. This message is a very broad message. 
That is why I'm taking my time. When Moses discovered who he was, to come to years means that he just came to a place to understand that I am in Pharaoh's palace, but I am not an Egyptian. Hallelujah. And the moment he came into that revelation, he was able to refuse the highest honor of the land. Hallelujah. Mind you, this is a great risk. You don't listen. Said the Ghana, yes, she. No, no, no. Nobody will refuse the offer. If you others are already faking for it. Now the Abraham said you are in That was the state Moses was in. Hallelujah. I am in the message now, so follow me. He was in that state. Hallelujah. No, talk back to me. Hallelujah. These small temptations you overcome, they are not temptations. The temptation that confronts your identity, if you overcome it, you are a victorious person. There are temptations that confront, that challenges who you are. Challenges your convictions. Hallelujah. Please, are you hearing what I'm talking about? Yeah. I am praying that God will give you some grace this year. Because since I'm telling you that this year you get a very juicy opportunity. And that opportunity may challenge your belief systems. It may challenge everything you hold so dear to your heart. Am I talking to somebody at all? Hallelujah. It may challenge. Sometimes you may marry and you say, Adams, you will never cheat or commit adultery. God there is a way that something will confront you. Amen. You will meet a woman and as handsome as you are, and the woman will offer you a very huge sum of money. What is the idea? What is the idea? Yes, sir. There are some wives. Hallelujah. I watched a movie recently, and the, a, a man got an opportunity to work with a rich woman, and the rich woman was making advances to on the man. The man was God-fearing. It was the wife who was encouraging the husband that even if she wants to sleep, sleep there and bring the money. Sleep with her and bring the money. We cannot continue in poverty like this. Hallelujah. No, that is where we are. That is where our generation has got into. Wake up to reality. Are you hearing me? Wake up to the reality of the times we are here. I don't think that some of these things may never come your way. You are going to get an exposure and the exposure will bring all these things to you. No, I'm talking to somebody else. So sometimes when you are praying for breakthrough, be very careful. Hallelujah. Measure the kind of prayers you are praying. That is why sometimes God decides not to answer some prayers like at this time. Because as he sits here right now, God knows that if you travel to America, you have an outing. I'm afraid I Strip tease for him. I'm afraid I was Strip. You have an outing, as I say. Now two dollar nessa. So Hallelujah. Because I But the holy feeling Hallelujah. There are places you enter. You will know you don't know Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, this this queer, queer temptations. Oh, I overcame. This is any temptation. Hallelujah. 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 
I refuse You are born again. But what he has said, if you are able to refuse that offer, you are born again. You are born again. Hallelujah. I brought upon a cat to an EGA. Let's go. Hallelujah. And Satan is a very quick, he's a very sharp devil. He always tempts us at the point of our needs. Hallelujah. He waited there until Jesus was hungry that he came to tempt him. Hallelujah. The Bible said, and after he was hungered, the devil came. But the reason Jesus went into the wilderness was not to fast. He wanted that Satan would tempt him. But Satan did not show up in the temptation until he realized that the man was hungry. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Now, if you read your Bible, you think that Jesus went into the fasting to fast, the wilderness to fast. No. He went there to be tempted by the devil. So the man Christ Jesus had no option than to fast. Hallelujah. Because there was no food, there was no water. So he had to survive on an empty stomach. And yet, an intended fasting. Shout amen. Are you hearing me? Like we intended to fast for 12 days. Jesus didn't intend to fast for 40 days. It was a situational fast. Hallelujah. Because there is no bread in the wilderness. No water in the wilderness. And then Satan was queer somewhere. Someone said queer somewhere. And he knows that a way to a man's stomach, a way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Let me go. Then Satan came. Then the first thing was, if you are, if you are the son of God, turn this stone. Listen, may God give you stamina. And sometimes when you are desperate for breakthrough, you don't put all these things into consideration. Hallelujah. So you think you are strong. You Listen, don't even deceive yourself that when you marry, that is it. There is a temptation reserved for married couples. It will never come when you are single. Can I hear you shout amen? amen. It will never come when you are single. And this, that temptation is for married people. Hallelujah. Special temptation. Very saucy. Have you met some before? But I'm saying to you that may God give you grace. And when you are praying, pray for the strength to resist the temptations that challenges your identity and integrity. Are you hearing me? Clap your hands for the Lord. The ones that can take who you are from you. And then many years it will become a stigma on you. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? By faith, Moses refused. Receive grace or refuse her. No, your amen is weak. Rise to your feet. Say, I receive grace. To refuse things that challenges my identity, my integrity, that will leave a dent. That will leave a wrong impression on my image as God's child. Lift up your voice and shout amen. Listen, trust Amen. Am I talking to a church? Integrity pays. Hallelujah. 
Kura, a team be known for something, it will help you. Never try to be smart, it will come back to trap you. Hallelujah. Learn how to refuse things for the sake of who you are and where you are going. Tomorrow, you will be in the same charisma center, but our levels may not be the same. Hallelujah. May God give you grace. Look at it and say, I'm going somewhere. Lift your right hand and say, Mikofi, I am going somewhere. Mention and say, I'm going somewhere. It's difficult now. It's tough now. I can't see my way clear. I can't see my way clear as I want to see it. I don't even know where sometimes things will come from. But I believe with all assurance that I will not be at this level. I shall surely arrive. And for the sake of where I am going and who I am, I refuse. I refuse to be in a certain identity. Hallelujah. Am I talking to you? Sister, Uben Are you hearing me? But I don't see the over two. But my I pray grace for you this morning. Listen, tell yourself I am somebody. I say I am somebody. I am going somewhere. And I don't need to be in a certain identity. Today I will show you my own definition of the word S-I-N, which we call sin. Amen. Somebody says sin. 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 That is why I'm talking to you about that identity challenge. Because it's one of the challenges we are going to have in the last days. Is the message okay for you? The identity challenge. Where you may be forced to renounce your true identity and assume a certain identity so you can fit in. This is the times we are in right now. Hallelujah. These times, we are in the times where things are against every principle and things we hold dear to our heart. Hallelujah. These times can take away every innocency out from your hands. Are you following me? Anything you believe in, your convictions, your purpose, your purpose and your convictions gives you identity. Hallelujah. And there are things that are going to confront your convictions and your purpose in life, which may force you to renounce your identity. Are you hearing me? Please do understand what I am teaching you. But I am praying that the Lord shall help us. That nothing will make you compromise on your identity. Hallelujah. Now let me show you something. See, we have what we call robes. Roles, R-O-L-E-S. Roles are not identities. Amen. Say after we say, roles are not identity. Are you following me? But identity gives us roles. Hallelujah. You cannot define me by the role I play at a particular time. What defines me is my identity. Born out of my convictions and my purpose. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Please, you understand? So, what was it with Moses? Moses was playing a role as the son of Pharaoh's what? Pharaoh's daughter. 
Talk to me. You, it was all from from day one. Eh? When see on from the river now you know no. Echo see when he was forty years. The man was playing a role. Somebody shout amen. Get the message here. This way. So for forty years, the man was playing a role, a role that gave him many accolades. Amen. Else, do you understand? A role he played so well that that role gave him preeminence or gave him importance among the Egyptians. That the whole Israel knew Moses as an army general. A revered and feared army general. The son of Pharaoh's daughter. Hallelujah. He played, all these years, he was playing a role. A role he played as if it was identity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Adams, you understand? A role he played as if it was his word because he didn't know his identity. Hallelujah. Today, can you lift up your words? I pray. I'm praying for you. Any role you have been playing in life that is almost convincing you that this is who you are. May the Lord free you from that role. And may the Holy Ghost release you into your identity by his convictions and purpose for your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for somebody here who is doing something and what you are doing, you are doing so well and something good is coming by it and you are tempted to think that this is it for your life. May the Lord bring you into the revelation of his, of his, of his convictions and purpose for your life in the almighty name of Jesus. Are you understanding me? You can play a role so well that you may begin to believe that this is what you were cut out for. And moreover, when you are winning awards by the rule, hallelujah, are you getting what I'm teaching you? You are winning awards. You are, you are gaining respect. Hallelujah. You are gaining honor. People are praising you. That, hey, so that role now begins to inform your mind. Now I begin to think that this is it. Hallelujah. May you receive grace. Okay? What Moses did, eh? may the spirit by which he did that enter you. Amen. It is not an easy thing to leave a place you have dwelt for 40 years. If there is no better word for it, I will say a place you are addicted to. Like somebody is addicted to cocaine and weed. Even for a year, breaking is a difficult one. And the man was addicted to a, a role for 40 years. He, he had to be in a certain image for 40 years. And when he came to the realization that this role is not my identity, refusing it, it took some audacity. And I am praying grace for you in the name of Jesus. That is why I told you earlier that pray that God will give you the grace and the audacity to walk out of things no matter how many years you have been in there. When you realize that this is not going to work for me. Sometimes we have everything but the audacity to walk away, we don't have it. The audacity to refuse, we don't have it. But today I pray grace for you. Can I hear somebody shout amen? 
I pray for all the children. The audacity to look to the face of your uncle, your elder brother, you and tell them that you are a wicked man who want to destroy my life. Are you hearing me? Yes. Audacity. Because I know senior brothers and uncles and aunties that abuse children. And they say, shut up. If you say it, we'll kill you. We'll beat you. We'll not give you food to eat. May you receive the audacity of Moses. Lift your voice and shout, amen. Receive the audacity of Moses to refuse anything. That is an executor. I refuse it. Bosses, the harassment of bosses. The harassment of your superiors. If you don't do this, we will we'll strip you of all the incentives and we will not give you salary. Receive grace. Look to the eyes of your boss and say that I will not trade my womanhood for just money in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when I refuse it, I may go hungry for a while, but it will be worth it. Can I hear you shout amen? At least if I have to lose this thing, I have to lose it on a good way, in a good way. Give the Lord. Yeah? Any bad way you think I lose something, there is a good way to lose it. Hallelujah. Anything that can be lost in a bad way, it can also be lost in a good way. And I pray that God will give you grace. To lose good things in good ways. Don't lose good things in bad ways. Yes, my regardless of our purpose, we may have different roles to play at certain times. But may you not confuse your role with who you are. No, clap your hands well. You must someday. You um, can I go deeper? Can I go deeper? Someday you are teaching now. You may be called to do something else. Maybe higher and better than what you are doing right now. That is another role to play. But that is not who you are. Hallelujah. And you can be there for 10 years. It still doesn't change the fact that you are not the role you are playing. And how to be able to move away from the role when destiny is calling is what I came to talk to you about. Hallelujah. The audacity to leave the role to step into purpose is what we need. Hallelujah. The church of God is struggling even now with a lot of things, but I believe that there is so much hope in this year and the years ahead to find ourselves as God's church because the truth of the matter is that we are trying to carry a certain identity. An identity that will make the world be able to accept us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you see, when we have lost the essence of our identity. Everything that comes around gives us a certain sense of power and satisfaction. Hallelujah. But I pray that this year you will not be so. Walk in the identity. So, say S-I-N. Sin. The Lord says that my hand is not too short to see. Neither my ear too dull to hear. But your sin has separated us. And when I, I want to, I coin my own words out of it. Sin, S-I-N. Self-imposed nature. Hallelujah. Self-imposed one. That means that this nature, God didn't give it to you. 
You took it upon yourself so that you can be accepted for a while in the moment. But today, get up, say in the name of Jesus. Get up and say in the name of Jesus. Any nature I have taken upon myself, I refuse it right now. Any identity I have taken upon myself, I refuse it right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Say I refuse it. Shout, I refuse it. I refuse any identity I have taken upon myself just so I can be accepted, just so I can be loved, just so I can be respected, just so I can be feared. Say, I reject it right now. I shake it on my life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Ah, ah, self imposed nature. Sometimes, look at me. You will have to behave as if you are not a Christian so you can survive. And I'm telling most of you sitting here, some of your friends don't even know you go to church. Because you have an identity you have when you go in their mess. Hallelujah. But today we shake every identity off. We shake off every false identity. Touch your neighbor and say, it's about time you let people know who you are. Let them know what you stand for. Let them know what you want. And what you don't want. Come on, look and say, my neighbor, it's about time some things you have entertained around you in the false identity. It is time you reveal your true identity. That you are a child of God. You were playing a role. But now, by revelation, you have discovered your purpose. You have come to a place of conviction that this is who you are and this is how you have been made to be. Hallelujah. All of us, at some point in time, we play roles. But the roles are not our identity. Hallelujah. Because I want to play a role out of my convictions and my purpose. I don't want circumstances and situations give us roles. Hallelujah. Should I repeat that one again? Say circumstances and situations, they give us roles to play. But purpose and convictions gives us identity. And that identity will give us a role to play. I pray that this year, the roles you are going to play will not be situational and circumstantial. I pray that it shall be out of divine convictions and divine purposes. Can I hear somebody shout amen? That if for a moment, Adams, you may have to play, God forbid, maybe play a certain role like a driver. For somebody, it may be out of a conviction and a purpose, a direction to where you are going, and not because of circumstance and situation. Are you? Are you? Are, do you understand what I'm teaching you? Yeah. Yeah. It was by circumstance and situation that Moses became was playing the role of the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Circumstance. What was the circumstance? They were killing all the firstborn sons. And the mother wanted the, the son to survive because he was a good child. For his survival. So, so say for survival. Say for survival. A man had to play a role for 40 years. In the absence of his original identity. But thanks be to God that he came to himself. This is where, this is one of my beliefs that salvation once given cannot be taken away. Once saved, forever saved. I believe that one. Hallelujah. 
There are those who say that you can lose your salvation. Then Jesus didn't give it to you. If you can lose your salvation, you are not saved in the first place. Hallelujah. Moses was a destiny, deli- a destiny deliverer. 40 years he lived outside that purpose. But when the time came, destiny brought him into the purpose. You can be a Christian and go far away from God and stop even going to church. If you are really born again, the spirit will bring you back. Ah, now when someone told you, ah, I said, now watch me, mom, buy it. Now we're out. And I was like, now we're not going to be able to there is no way God will just give you cheaply say, cock, cock, cock. Anybody God has saved, God protects. Clap your hands for the Lord. Somewhere along the line, something will hit you. Psycho fear. Psycho fear. Sorry, 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 Nako. Sorry, Nako. Sorry, Nako. Sorry, Nako. That is why sometimes I will be fasting, man. I will be eyes on fasting. Because there is something inside you. Hallelujah. The Lord, a clap of faith. I am praying for somebody this morning that you will walk in your true identity. The challenge of identity is what we are dealing with right now. How to be who I am and survive and achieve. Because now, in order to survive and achieve, you must put on a certain identity. How many of you know that? If you want to maintain this your spiritual Christian identity, achieving something will be great. But God always gives us examples. And I will not even quote one from the Bible for you to know it's Bible. I have seen men with my physical eyes who have remained faithful to God and have held their integrity and held on to their identity amidst difficulties and God has glorified them. Hallelujah. May God give you grace that you don't assume any role because of a situation. Never assume the role of a second wife. Don't even think it for a day. Can I hear you shout amen? Just in the name of what? Marriage. Never. Don't try it. Hallelujah. What has the temple of idols got to do with the temple of God? Amen. Don't come, in, don't come and sit in front of me and say, Papa, a big man, I'll be a buyer, and you're correct, but I saw an uncle. I saw an uncle. I want to cross on the cry. Can I hear somebody shout, Amen? Like the other one we're discussing. Yeah, 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 yeah. As I seen to you, who could talk about it? Common land. Land. Listen, may you never accept any role that challenges your identity as a Christian. That will make you commit things, atrocities against God. Can I hear somebody shout, Amen? Am I talking to a church at all? May you have the grace to refuse it. A common new entity. God will come through for you. Never, never you think you can be too smart than God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, smart. 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 Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah, smart. 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 Oh, yeah, sm
Who is also called here? Oh, mom, we are smart. And no one can do us for. Mom, we smart now. We are dying. We cast. Now we are not And we are dying. 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 We are I'm praying. You, you don't know what God has given to you. This identity as a Christian is your ticket for honor here on earth and in heaven. This identity you have as a Christian. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to show men your identity that I am a child of God. I don't do some things. Can I hear you shout amen? Now, can I look at me? Says, said Dr. Kachor said, in two days time will you eat it? I didn't hear. Not the entina nyamia samo kachira wose. Na shelves wodi amanso we Christoni. Kula never boil. Osi Davi. Are you get, are you getting? Do 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 we even see the logic in this one? <laughs> I am praying grace for you. Someone say forceful separation. This is the time to let the world know your identity. Let them know that what you are offering me is good. But my identity in Christ, I will not give it away. All these 40 years, I was playing a role. And I thought it was all I needed. Hallelujah. Now I know who I am. I know that I am God's child. And I know I am called to put to effect the word and the purpose of God for humanity. Pharaoh's daughter, thank you for being my mother all these 40 years. But now, where I have gotten to, I am moving to a higher purpose of my life. And I don't need any self-imposed identity. I need to walk in my true identity. Can I hear some? Touch your name and say, sing like how you know how to sing. Stop singing like Sullivan. Are you hearing me? Stop, stop singing like Sinatra. Stop. Because every day people will know that you are copying somebody. We will never know how original you are because you think that I, I, I know young men who thought that by singing like Sonny Badu, they will shoot up. They are still down there. They are still down there. And they don't know that the only demon keeping them down is that they are singing in the identity of another. I pray grace for you. May you not be received in the identity of another. May you be receiving your own true identity. Can I hear you shout amen? Ah! Are you hearing me? No. And for soon shall come. Dr. Mesa Wutabe, Ojira is a teacher for over 60 years in this nation. Now, he's a proven, recognized teacher of the word of God. We know him to be a teacher of the word of God. Asa. Asa. Hallelujah. No wrong identity of trying to mix it with prophet. Emma. 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 Are you hearing me? For 40 years, look at him and say, stop faking your life. Look at it. Say, say, stop the fake life. Stop it. It is time to walk in your identity. Can I pray grace for you? Receive the courage 
the courage to step into your identity. Don't let anybody hang anything around your neck and give you an identity they want you to walk in. I would rather be true and consistent in my identity than to respond to the voices of the masses in the identity of another. No! Can I hear you shout amen? I will walk in my shadow by the anointing of the Lord than to walk in the shadow of another. What will happen to me if men find out that I am not the shadow I showed? They will greatly reject me. I would like to come out in my own identity on the ticket of God. Can I hear you shout amen? I don't want anybody's identity for validation. I pray grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. That is why I tell you that when you come to church at Charisma Center, don't compare Charisma Center to any other church. We are a church that is building our own brand by our own self without anybody's help. Can I hear you shout amen? Because God is establishing us like the Roman Catholic church. We'll be here for a very long time if Jesus has not come. No, we are not building a church that will last only 10, 15 to 20 years. No. A church that your great, great, great grand grandchildren will see charisma center. That is why we are a word-based church. Hallelujah. There is no gift that is not available in this place. But the giftings are not our focus. The word is our focus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Want to walk in that. Want to be known as the word theater. Want to be known as the word. Charisma center, don't go there. Ask for that place. No, you're What's will accept you. Than to give prophecies are emphar. Don't try it. Amen. Are you hearing me? One day, David was handed a situation. And the situation gave me a role to play. He feigned madness. But he was not a madman. Amen. I'm concluding with this message. He feigned what? Because I believe he was he was giving us a picture and a shadow of what was coming. Jesus Christ. He came to play the role of sin, but not a sinner. Are you hearing me? He became prostitution, but not a prostitute. Because life will give us roles to play. But the roles life gives to us are not our identity. We must, when the time comes for we to step out of roles into our identity, we must not allow the honor of the role to keep us in the role, we must break camp and move into our identity. Today, you are playing the role as a single lady. Life has handed you a role to play as a single woman. You may play it maybe to about 20 something years or maybe to your early 30. But the time will come you may have to exit the role of a single woman 
into the role of a wife and a mother. May you not be called into wifery and motherly duties and you are still hanging in there as a single person. Because single life can be very comfortable and no challenge. So leaving that place can be very difficult. Sometimes that is where we miss it. Sometimes, eh? But God will give you a small window and throw a small light to signal you that the time to live here has come. Sometimes the foolishness with us is that we can see the signal. The window is open, but we are too entrenched in what we think we wanted that we don't want to leave. We want here to come to us here. Instead of us living here to go there. May you receive grace to make a switch when the opportunity comes. Are you hearing me? Please, are you hearing me? Opportunities that breaks a man through to move you from your comfort zone to where God wants you to be, they don't come conveniently. They don't come conveniently. Are you with me? This year, you are going to receive a call at a very crucial moment of your life. You are going to receive a call that will break you through. But the call will come at the time of your comfort. And I know you. You will give an excuse. A lie. But I pray God will deliver you. And be like Moses. This is an opportunity. I don't have to miss. Touch people and tell them that. Get ready to shift roles. Write it. Say, get ready to shift roles. The roles were playing by circumstances. The roles were playing by situation. Now, destiny roles are calling. Destiny roles are calling. Destiny roles are calling. Destiny roles are calling. May you receive the grace to shift. The grace to shift. Destiny. Somebody say destiny rules. Remember, do you understand? Somebody say destiny rules are calling. I can't hear the church. Say destiny rules are calling. That triple and say destiny rules are calling. Destiny rules are calling. The rules of greatness are calling. And it is time to step into your identity. Step into the role of destiny. Hallelujah. Destiny role is calling. Single lady, single man, destiny role is calling. It is time to shift. Hallelujah. Your hands are lifted up. Are you blessed? Destiny. Say, Father. See, I want us to clap our hands and do a prayer. Say, I lose myself. From the hold of any identity I've been carrying. By my circumstances and by my situations. By my dreams and aspirations. Any, any role I am playing. Because of a certain dream I had. 
a certain aspiration I had, which is now conflicting with your purpose of my life. Today I lose myself right now. I lose myself right now. I lose myself right now. Clap those hands and pray. One of the greatest harm that can happen to a person is for you to know that there is something bigger for you. And yet because of a, a certain role you are playing by a situation, you cannot move to the next level of your life. Say any role I am playing in life right now forced on me by a mistake or a certain failure or a certain indecision in the name of the Lord Jesus I lose myself right now I release myself from the power and the hold of that role in the name of Jesus. My destiny role is calling. I respond to it. I respond to it. I respond to it. Clap those hands one more time and just pray. Oh Jesus. Lord, I have preached your way. Confirm it, Lord, with signs and wonders. Release these ones into their destiny assignment. Release them into their destiny roles. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not just them, but everybody under the sound of my voice. That is playing any role of life by situation and circumstance. By family, by mistakes, by indecisions, by negative actions. Lord, I pray you restore them. Restore them to the roles of destiny. Restore them to the roles of destiny. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Help them back into destiny roles. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you Father. In Jesus name. Amen. Clap your hands.